guys it's Stani welcome back on the book podcast today you gonna listen about your right to be rich yes it is your right to be rich you are here to lead the abundant life and be happy radiant and free you should therefore have all the money you need to lead a full happy and prosperous life you are here to grow expand and unfold spiritually mentally and materially you have the inalienable right to fully develop and express yourself along all lines you should surround yourself with beauty and luxury why be satisfied with just enough to go around when you can enjoy the riches of your subconscious mind in this today you can learn to make friends with money and you should always have a surplus your desire to be rich is a desire for fuller happier and more wonderful life it is a cosmic urge it is not only good but very good money is a symbol yes of course money is a symbol of exchange it means to you not only freedom from want but beauty luxury abundance and refinement it is a merely a symbol of economic health of the nation when your blood is circulating freely in your body you are healthy when money is circulating freely in your life you are economically healthy when people begin to hoard money to put it away in the thin boxes and become changed with fear there is a economic illness money has taken many forms as a medium of exchange down through the centuries such as salt beads and trinkets of various kinds in early times a man wealth was determined by the number of sheep and oxen he had now we use currency and other negotiable instruments as it is much more convenient to write a check than carry some sheep around with you to pay bills how to walk the royal road to riches knowledge of the powers of your subconscious mind is the means to the royal road to riches of all kinds spiritual mental or financial the student of the law of mind believes that and knows definitely that regardless of economic situations stock market in fluctuation depression strikes wars other conditions or circumstances he will always be supplied regardless of what forms money takes The reason for this is that he has conveyed the idea of wealth to his subconscious mind and it keeps him supplied wherever he may be. He has convinced himself in his mind that money is forever flowing freely in his life and that there is always a wonderful surplus. Should there be a financial collapse of government tomorrow and all man's present holding becomes valueless as the German mark did after the first world war, he would still attract wealth and be cared for regardless of the form the new currency took why you do not have more money as you listen this lesson you are probably saying i'm worthy of higher salary than i am receiving i believe most people are inadequately compensated one of the causes many people do not have more money is that they are silently or openly condemning it They refer to money as filthy lucre or the love of money is the root of all evils. Another reason they do not prosper in that they have a sneaky subconscious feeling that there is some virtue in poverty. This subconscious pattern may be due to early childhood training, superstition or it could be based on false interpretation of scriptures. Money and a balanced life. One time a man said to me I am broke I do not like money it is the root of all evils 
these statements represent a confused neurotic mind love of money is to the exclusion of everything else will cause to you became lopsided and unbalanced you are here to use your power or authority wisely some men crave power other crave money if you set your heart on money exclusively and say money is all i want i'm going to give all my attention to amassing money nothing else matter you can get money and attain a fortune but you have forgotten that you are here to lead a balanced life you must also satisfy the hunger of for peace of mind harmony joy love and pretty health by making money your soul aim you simply made a wrong choice you thought that was all you wanted but you found after all your efforts that it was not only the money you needed you should also desire true expression of your hidden talent true place in your life beauty and the joy of contributing to the welfare and success of others by learning the law of your subconscious mind you could have a million dollars or many millions if you wanted them and still have a peace of mind harmony perfect health and perfect expression poverty is a mental disease there is no virtue in poverty it is a disease like any mental disease if you were physically ill you would think there was something wrong with you you would seek help and do something about the condition at once likewise if you do not have money constantly circulating in your life there is something radically wrong with you the urge of the life principle is you is towards growth expansion the life more abundant you are not here to live in a hovel dress in rags and go hungry you should be happy prosperous and successful why you must never criticize money cleans your mind of all weird and superstition beliefs about money do not ever regard money as evil or filthy if you do you cause it to take wings and fly away from you remember that you lose what you condemn you cannot attract what you criticize getting the right attitude towards money Here is a simple technique you may use to multiply in your experience. Use the following statement several times a day. I like money. I love it. I use it wisely, constructively and judiciously. Money is constantly circulating in my life. I release it with joy and it returns to me multiplied in a wonderful way. It is a good and very good. Money flows to me in a world chance of abundance. I use it for good only and I am grateful for all my good things and for the riches of my mind. How the scientific thinker looks at money. Suppose for example you found gold, silver, lead, copper or iron in the ground. Would you pronounce these things evil? All evil comes from man's darkened understanding from his ignorance and his false interpretation of life and from his misuse of his subconscious mind uranium lead or some other metals could have been used as a medium of exchange we use paper bills checks nickel and silver surely these are not evil physicists and chemists know today that the only difference between one metal or another is the number and rate of motion of electrons revolving around a central nucleus they can now change one metal into another through a bombardment of atoms in power of cyclotron gold under certain conditions becomes mercury i believe that our modern scientists is the near future will be able to make gold silver and other metals synthetically 
in the chemical laboratory. The cost may be prohibitive now, but it can be done. I cannot imagine any intelligent person seeing everything evil in electrons, neutrons, protons, and isotopes. The piece of paper in your pocket is composed of atoms and molecules with their electrons and protons arranged differently. Their number and rate of motion are different. That is the only way the paper differs from the silver in your pocket. How to attract the money you need? Many years ago, I met a young boy in Australia who wanted to become a physician and surgeon, but he had no money. I explained to him how a seed deposited in the soil attracts to itself everything necessary for its unfolding, and that all he had to do was to take a lesson from the seed and deposit the required idea in his subconscious mind. For expenses, this young, brilliant boy used to clean outdoors, offices, wash windows, and do all repairs jobs. He told me that every night as he went to sleep, he used to picture in his mind's eye a medical diploma on a wall with his name on in big bold letters. He used to clean and shine the frames diplomas in the medical building where he worked. It was not hard for him to engrave the image of the diploma in his mind and develop it there. Definite results follow as he persisted with his mental picture every night for about four months. The sequel of the story was very interesting. One of the doctors took a great liking to this young boy and after training him in the art of sterilizing instruments, giving hypodermic injections and other miscellaneous first aid work, he employed him as technical assistant in his office. The doctor later sent him to medical school at his own expenses. Today, this young man is a prominent medical doctor in Montreal, Canada. He discovered the law of attraction by using his subconscious mind the right way. He operated an age-old law which says, Having seen the end, you have well the means to realization of the end. The end in this case was to become a doctor, a medical doctor. This young man was able to imagine, see and feel the reality of being a doctor. He lived with that idea, sustained it, nourished it and loved it until through his imagination it penetrates the layer of his subconscious mind and became a conviction thereby attracting to him everything necessary for the fulfillment of his dream. Why some men do not get a raise in pay? If you are working in a large organization and you are silently thinking of and resenting the fact you are underpaid, that you are not appreciated and that you deserve more money and greater recognition, you are subconsciously serving your ties with that organization. You're setting a law in motion and superintendent or manager will say to you, we have to let you go. Actually, you dismiss yourself. The manager was simply the instrument through which your own negative mental state was confirmed. It was an example of the law of action and reaction. The action was your thought and the reaction was the response of your subconscious mind. Obstacles and impediments on the pathway to riches. I am sure you have heard men say, that fellow has a racket, he is a racketer, he is getting money dishonestly, he is a fucker, I knew him when he had nothing, he is a crook, a thief and swindler. If you analyze the man who talks like that, you discover he is usually in want or suffering from some financial or physical illness. 
Perhaps his former college friends went up the ladder of success and excelled him. Now he is better and envious of their progress. Now he is bitter and envious of their progress. In many stances, this is the cause of his downfall. Thinking negatively of these classmates and condemning their wealth caused the wealth and prosperity he is praying for to vanish and flee away. He is condemning the things he is praying for. He is praying two ways. On other one hand, he is saying wealth is falling to me now and in the second, breathe silently and or audibly. He is saying, I resent that fellow's wealth. Always make it a special point to rejoice in the wealth of the other person. Protect your investments. If you are seeking wisdom regarding investments or if you are worried about your stocks or bonds, quietly claim an infinite intelligence governs and watches over all my financial transactions and whatsoever I do shall prosper. Do this frequently and you will find that your investment will be wise. Moreover, you will be protected from loss as you will be prompted to sell your securities or holding before any loss occurs to you. You cannot get something for nothing. In large stores, the management employs store detectives to prevent people from stealing. They catch a number of people every day trying to get something for nothing. All such people are living in the metal, mental atmosphere of lack and limitations and are stealing from themselves peace, harmony, faith, honesty and integrity, goodwill and confidence. Furthermore, they are attracting to themselves all manner of law such as loss of character, prestige, social status and peace of mind. These people lack faith in the source of supply and the understanding of how their minds work. If they would mentally call on the powers of their subconscious mind and claim that they are guided to their true expression, they would find work and constant supply. Then by honesty, integrity and perseverance, they would become a credit to themselves and to society at large. Your constant supply of money Recognizing the power of your subconscious mind and the creative power of your thoughts or mental image is the way to opulence, freedom and constant supply. Accept the abundant life in your own mind. Your mental acceptance and expectancy of wealth has its own mathematics and mechanical of expression. As you enter into the mood of appliance, all things necessary for the abundance life will come to pass. Let this be your daily affirmation. Write it in your heart. I am one with the infinite riches of my subconscious mind. It is my right to be rich, happy and successful. Money flows to me freely, conspicuously and endlessly. I am forever conscious of my true worth. I give of my talent freely and I am wonderfully blessed financially. It is wonderful. Step up this way to riches. Step number one. Be bold enough to claim that it is your right to be rich and your deeper mind will honor your claim. Step number second. You don't want just enough to go around. You want all the money you need to do. All the things you want to do when you want to do them. Get acquainted with the riches of your subconscious mind. Step number three. When money is circulating freely in your life, you are economically healthy. Look at the money like tide and you will always have plenty of it. The ebb and flow of the tide is constant. 
When the tide is out, you are absolutely sure that it will return. Step number four. Knowing the laws of your subconscious mind, you will always be supplied regardless of what form money takes. Step number five. One reason many people simply make ends meet and never have enough money is that they condemn money. What you condemn takes wings and flies away. Step number six. Do not make a god of money. It is only a symbol. Remember that the real riches are in your mind. You are here to lead a balanced life. This includes acquiring all the money you need. Step number seven. Don't make money your sole aim. Claim wealth, happiness, peace, true expression and love. And personality radiate love and goodwill to all. Then your subconscious mind will give you compound interest in all of these fields of expression. Step number eight. There is no virtue in poverty. It is a disease of mind and you should heal yourself of this mental conflict or malady at once. Step number nine. You're not here to live in a hovel, to dress in rags or to go hungry. You are here to lead the life more abundant. Step number ten. Never use the terms filthy lucker or I despise money. You lose what you criticize. There is nothing good or bad by thinking, but thinking of it is in either light makes it so. Step number eleven. Repeat frequently, I like money, I use it wisely, constantly and judiciously. I release it with joy and it returns a thousand falls. Step number 12. Money is not evil any more or so than copper, lead, tin or iron, which you may find in the ground. All evil is due to ignorance and misuse of mind's power. Step number 13. To picture the end result in your mind causes your subconscious to respond and fulfill your mental picture. Step number 14. Stop trying to get something for nothing. There is no such thing as free luck. Lunch. You must give to receive. You must give mental attention to your goals, ideas and enterprises and your deeper mind will back you up. The key to wealth is application of the laws of the subconscious mind by impregnating it with the ideas of wealth. Thank you so much guys for listening my podcast. I hope you like it. Then let me know in the comment section and please subscribe my podcast so that you get notified when new episode uploaded. And please share to your friends. Have a nice day. Thank you so much.